your boyfriend takes you on a fun trip and then he attempts to murder you. After you recover, you have a choice. My guest and friend, Lana Wolf, made the choice to take her experience, write a book called Moth to a Flame and launch a coaching business to help others manifest change. In today's episode, you'll be inspired to go above limitations with my good friend, Lana Wolf. Welcome. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So without further ado, I invite you to get off your duff and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Welcome everybody today to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host, Duff Gardner. And we, what we talk about on the podcast here is how to answer that age-old question, geez, I got to get off my backside and make the impact that I want in the world. Today, I'm really happy to have a good friend of mine on the show, Lana Wolf. And Lana is an author. She's a speaker. She's literally on fire right now. Uh, we were just chatting offline. She's got so many different things going on that um, I'm absolutely thrilled to have her on the show today. Welcome, Lana. Thank you, Duff. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. So you just came back from a cool event. Tell us about that. It was the World's Greatest Motivators, where they were filming episodes that will air on TV. And there were a lot of these speakers were from The Secret. So Lisa Nichols, Jack Canfield, Mike, Dr. Michael Beckwith, um, John Asaroff, um, and there was like four or five other speakers. I, I just it was like in awe uh, backstage when I was meeting them. You know, what I, the word that you used when we were chatting earlier was I manifested it. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. That's the theme of this podcast is how to get off your backside and get something happening, you know, and I love it that you just, I, I think what you did is you just put, you saw something on Facebook, you posted a little message to somebody and boom. Right away, you were participating in the event, or maybe just describe how that came about. It, it, it went back even further than that. I had a, uh, I feel like a download of, of like, I need to meet these people. And so I had been wanting to meet uh, specifically Lisa Nichols for about a month. And I knew somebody who knew somebody, well, actually knew her directly. And so I had an opportunity to meet Lisa at an event through this other person. And I was like, no, that doesn't feel right. And then the very, like two days later, this other event came out and they were seeking volunteers. And it was like, not only was it Lisa, but it was also Jack Canfield and all these other speakers that it was just like, that's where I need to go. And like I said, it just came about looking for volunteers. I got to be, to go for free and be backstage and helping and actually meeting some of these people. I think that a lot of people who listen to this show and who are stepping into some kind of online business 
Um, that's a big thing, like just how to manifest, how to get started, how to get things moving. And so I really admire that about you. It's only been a few months since you and I met. And um, I just, for the viewers or listeners here, um, what an instantly impressed me about uh, Lana Wolf is just how resilient she is and how she just sort of sees something and, and goes for it. Um, now, you've got a book, which we were talking about when we first met, Moth to a Flame. And that's a pretty inspirational and it's kind of a, it's going to be a scary one for some folks. But can you just tell us a little bit about that book and how it came about and how it's been impactful in your life and your mission in life? Um, so that was a, based on a real life event that happened actually almost six years ago now. And um, somebody tried to kill me. I mean, drown me, poison me, electrocute me, stab me, slice my throat, try to stump on my neck and broke my neck. And he actually confessed to murdering me later that day. And I managed to um, walk away and overcome a lot of the post-traumatic stress that was associated with that. Um, that year I went hiking a lot, uh, communing with nature. And um, I did my 1414ers and I, that was part of my healing. And I wrote the book, I finished writing it I kind of put it, shelved it for several years, and I finished writing it this year, actually right before we met in February. Mm -hmm. And, but another manifestation was I was going on a trip down the Grand Canyon for 28 days. Right. So I uh, took my trip and I'm enjoying life now since that event and things like the Grand Canyon and hiking and rafting and um, take just enjoying life. My One of my mantras now is, fill your bucket before you kick the bucket. So if, if these opportunities come up, I take these opportunities. Yeah, it's just, you know, like I think people, when they hear that, they're going to be, their mouths are going to be kind of jaws drop kind of experience. Um, you know, uh, we, we hit these obstacles in life. And certainly when we're self-employed and we're sitting behind the computer and trying to do the work we do, um, you know, life hits us and we have to respond to it. So I think like a lot of the listeners would want to know, like, how did you do that? Cause you're a very practical person. I've, I've learned that about you quickly. You kind of, something happens, you deal with it and you kind of move forward, but I don't think it's as simple as that. So what is, what were some things that you learned? Like, how did you do that? How did you move forward? It's overcoming limiting beliefs too. Uh, the biggest thing in actually publishing my book was, hearing the little voice of my mother, what would the neighbors think mm -hmm. about not just that, but everything that I used to do or want to do in life and was kind of held back. So that's actually the next book I'm, I'm writing should be out in the next month or so is uh, overcoming fears and limiting beliefs. And so when I published that book in I actually published it in July, I was invited to speak on NBC, The Tipping Point, because that was a large tipping point in, you know, changing almost a 180 in my life of corporate world to, um, you know, more freedom and doing the kind of things I want to do, which is now coaching. And then I'm speaking and uh, writing the books and trying to help other people overcome their fears and limiting beliefs. So let's talk about that. So something happens to somebody, um, 
you know, and it's not going to be the same kind of a circumstance, clearly, with people, right? But, you know, something happens, for example, somebody, um, a failed launch, or, uh, you know, somebody um, uh, promises one thing, and it doesn't happen, or, you know, it's some kind of a missed expectation. Uh, and, so, and, 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 and I know from speaking to a lot of service-based entrepreneurs who are having a go at growing their businesses online, um, those kinds of things can stop them in their tracks. So like you've dealt with something that's much more deeply profound. So what would you say to someone like that? My first thing is let go of, of expectations. Um, and my, another one of my, my philosophies is, you know, just let go of God. It's like, it will happen if it's meant to be happening. And so if a failure in your business isn't what you expected, pick up the pieces and learn from it and move to the next, you know, the next project. Everything is a learning experience. And failure to me is, again, just just another stepping stone to what do I really want? If There must be a reason it failed. And again, I just pick up and move on. What's the next mountain? There's always another mountain. There's always another river. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, that that's such an awesome philosophy in life. And I think a lot of people can learn from that, obviously. Um, now, your new book... Uh, <laughs> What would the neighbors think? Yeah, what would the neighbors think? I, I was, I was going to ask you about that, but I was actually kind of interested in your expression that you said, filling my bucket before I kicked the bucket. So where does that all come from? You know, I almost died that night. Like I said, he, he actually confessed to murdering me. Yeah. And, you know, part of that is, you know, watching my mother die in a nursing home with unfulfilled dreams. And so once I, you know, I went back to corporate and it's like this just – wasn't happy. I just wanted something more. And I got this chance to go on the trip down the Grand Canyon. And it's like, that was on my bucket list 20 years ago. And so now it's like, what can I do to make more time to enjoy life? It's, you know, the business, all that stuff, the jobs, they'll come. But I also plan more for me time, you know, the hikes, the, the, the rafts, the trips and going out with friends and family uh, because that, that kind of stuff is important. And I, you know, I went back to, to work last year and my last week at work was 107 billable hours. And it's like, it was, it was obviously no fun. And it's like, there was so much more to life and it's just being resourceful and planning your time so that you can enjoy these things. Yeah, I really love that. Uh, you know, like a lot of us talk about bucket lists as kind of a throwaway comment, like, oh, you know, what's your bucket list or, you, you know, and, and I love it how you adopted that idea into kind of a mantra or a, a way that you live your life. You know, so I, I think that's awesome. Even if it's just, you know, a weekend getaway or an hour or two sometimes, you know, sitting in the hot tub or something, it's just the little pleasures that you enjoy life and you raise your, you know, vibration. That's a little on the woo-woo side, but it's just like life is meant to be enjoyed. Uh, there's something I wanted to ask you about the name of the book, Moth to a Flame. Where did that title come from? That was, um, so the guy who tried to kill me, I had 
this repeated interaction of like in and out of my life. And it's like, no matter how many times I would try to say no and push him away, he, I guess I allowed him back or he came back and until it was like the final. Yeah. Too late. Um, now this NBC's tipping point, I saw you on there the other day. Um, that was awesome. How did that come about? I think that was another manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> um, you say it like that's a, <laughs> don't be shy about manifestation. <laughs> a lot, yeah. This year has just been one big thing after another. Mm-hmm. So I, published my book in July and about two weeks later I saw this um, this note on Facebook about they were wanting people like in an audition to be on the tipping point of life-changing events. And it's like, well, I had a life-changing event. And so I answered the call and auditioned and I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people, you know, how many people applied. And I got an email that said, you're, you've been selected. And I was like, oh, they probably do that to everybody. And I turned it down. I was like, you know, I was like, I thought they were just sending it to everybody and, oh, it's not real and all this other stuff until I found out there were only five people selected. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that must be something in that. So I went ahead and um, I went to Palm Springs and did the, uh, the interview on NBC. Yeah. And I seen a little bit of it. It was a great interview. So congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, let's talk about PTSD and trauma and the connection between limiting beliefs. So, um, like your your survey, you just, you were just in Harvard. What was that pre- presentation about? So that came about because of the NBC episode, and they had some openings for speakers. It was like a TED Talk practice kind of thing. Got it. And so I was selected to do that as well. And I went out there and my talk was on um, overcoming limiting fears and limiting beliefs. And mostly it's the limiting belief of my mother on my shoulder type thing. Oh, okay. So um, just the, the way I've, again, manifested these changes in my life. And that was for five, even after my, you know, tipping point event, that was mm-hmm. the biggest holdup was, you know, listening to my mother say, what would the neighbors think? So again, that took me, even after finishing the book, another five months. And I was like, nope, that's, that's all done. There is nothing, nothing more. I'm afraid to tell people. And the neighbors have welcomed me, obviously. Uh, Right. So uh, yeah, it's just been fun. Yeah. I actually, I love it how you've taken a situation that, uh, Again, like some people would think of a bit of as an anchor, uh, which is kind of the, the expression that was repeatedly said to you, right? It had, it had an impact on you. Um, what would the neighbors think? She'll and, still say it today. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you've taken that and you've kind of flipped it around as something that's positive for you. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's actually a brilliant strategy. I don't even know if you think of it that way, but... Um, to take those expressions or those things that would typically hold other people back uh, and and turning it into power. And so many people have heard that throughout their life or, you know, they've had their own thoughts. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have, you know, whatever. I'm not smart enough. And it's like, just turn those things around. And there's actually 
some books out there, but it's like, I make it a game. It's like for every, you know, I don't have enough money. It's like, well, what could I do to be resourceful? Or if I don't, you know, if I'm not smart enough, it's like, well, somebody on Google is smart enough. You know, there's always something that can be done to overcome your limiting beliefs. Um, I just don't let it stop me anymore. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, um, I think your, your power is even, you're understating your own power about doing that. It's just, it's really remarkable how you're able to pick up stuff like that and just flip it around and turn it into a powerful, um, trajectory for yourself. Uh, so I'm really glad we're talking about this. So what's coming up next for you in the next coming months, like, or even beyond that? I've hope to be publishing my my book in the before the end of the year. I'm also working on a speaker series hmm. where I talk to other motivational, inspirational speakers. Um, probably not the Lisa Nichols of the world, but sure. <laughs> others. Uh, just about their experiences with uh, limiting beliefs and how they overcome some of their limiting beliefs and helping others in in that industry. Now you, you tend to attract women to you, which is what we were talking about offline. Uh, but I, I think your message re- is going to resonate with all sexes and everything in between. I think that, um, you know, what you said to me offline is, you know, um, help women take a stand, have a voice, have more confidence in themselves. Tell us more about the clients that you work with. You know, and again, it's, it's like, I'm not excluding men. It's just, I've drawn more women. Yeah, sure. So it's a uh, few of the women have been through, you know, uh, abusive relationships, whether it's physical abuse or just the emotional mental abuse for 30 years and just stepping out on their own, no longer being the victim. Uh, some of my clients are, um, you know, they're in the corporate job and just not happy and wanting to manifest, you know, it's like, I have a dream of, of doing this and living over here and putting together the steps and the confidence to take that class or to go ahead and move and to do things different. Because, I mean, if... If you don't do things different, you're going to stay the same and, and stay in that job until you retire 30 years later. What, I, what I've noticed about you from the time I met you, um, we had just met, and the next thing you know, you're inviting me on to a river rafting trip with you and your friends, which was awesome. <laughs> and I just couldn't schedule it in, but it sounded like a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, I think you did a Grand Canyon trip, and that was just a little while ago. But um, that's another thing I appreciate about you that I learned right away is that you get out there and you do things and the physical things and you like hiking. And tell me like what kind of things you do to kind of, I think of it as like boosting your energy. For me, it's like walking Seamus the dog in the woods, taking him out to the beach. Uh, that's a, sort of a daily re- routine if I can for me. So what do you do to kind of boost your own energies at that? That's the same kind of thing. Actually, before we came on, I was walking my dog along the river. <laughs> so awesome. um, if I have more time, I'll, you know, go up to the hills or you know, the, the hills as in the Rocky Mountains, if I'm in Colorado or the the Pacific Crest Trail or whatever, if I'm in Oregon, and uh, just go out and hike and enjoy. I love water, waterfalls, and, or go to the beach. I love the beach, too. We spend a lot of time at the beach in Oregon. 
Yeah. Um, Oregon's a great place. And I, of course, I grew up in Calgary, so it's very similar to Colorado mm -hmm. where you spend some time. So I also like getting to the mountains, um, getting to um, the foothills. Actually, interestingly, where I grew up, a lot of my cousins have ranches down south of Calgary, which is where Brokeback Mountain was filmed years ago. So that mm -hmm. kind of scenery is kind of what I'm used to. So when I hear you speaking, that's what I'm thinking about. Very similar. Um, I was up in Calgary oh, about 20 years ago now, but very similar. All right. Well, we'll have to get you there for the stampede one of these days, and we'll put on our cowboy hats and have a grand old time. Okay. <laughs> um, now, there's... Uh, You've got a, an ebook which is available on your website, which is called, um, in fact, you can just go there. It's lanawolf.com. So that's L A N A W O L F E.com forward slash gift. So that's mm -hmm. lanawolf with an E.com forward slash gift. And that book is called Change is Not an Option. So what's that all about? It's something I put together. It's kind of like the pre-manifesting. It's all the steps of the life, you know, trying to get to the life you want to be. Um, so again, it was me getting out of the corporate world, but it's just there's different aspects of, you know, communication and um, I can't even remember all of them, but there's like seven steps of what you can change to uh, move yourself forward. Great. Uh, you've, heard, you've talked a lot about getting out of the corporate world and moving into something else. So is that, is that who you tend to manifest or attract is people who are looking to make that kind of a big change in their life or tell me about that? Um, I would say 50, 50. I've got, I've had several of those. And again, the other percentage of my clients were women who were in relationships that uh, were, were not the best relationships. And so uh, getting the confidence to be out on their own for that. Right. Yeah. I can imagine so because I get people going over a big change. I mean, whether it's a change right. of a relationship or a change of a job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I can imagine because uh, uh, you would be the perfect person because there's no bigger change than having to go th through what you've gone through. Um, and I can see how they would really, you would really ap appeal to them if that's what they were facing in their life, because whatever fear that they had, or as you put it, whatever limiting beliefs that they put in place that would be getting in the way of making that change, I could just see how you could cut through that really quickly. Um, you know, like when, when I work with clients, one of the things we get into is um, there's sort of five ways that people evaluate us as coaches and uh, mentors. And um, one of those big ways is our own personal journey and, and what we've transcended. And so, you know, I can see how that's a big part of your, your business going forward. Um, where are we going to see Lana in the next little while? Uh, wherever the winds blow <laughs> is a big one. Like I said, I'll uh, working on my next book. I go back and forth between Colorado and Oregon, uh, working on a speaker series and actually, I am working uh, with a group that we are planning a 20-city speaker uh, book launch tour next year. Okay, cool. So I don't have all of the cities or dates, but um, I think New York, Boston, New Orleans, St. Louis, Denver, California, a couple of places, Portland, Seattle. So that's, that's on my list for next year. 
Sounds like you and I are going to have to get in a river rafting trip and I'm going to have to get those dates down and have you back on the show. I definitely will be on the river several times next year. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, So I I want to give the the website again, for those of you who are listening, um, it is Lana Wolf with an E.com forward slash gift. So L A N A W O L F E.com forward slash gift. What you can do is you can grab your copy of change is not an option. And I'm, I'm super happy today to have been speaking with Lana Wolf who I, um, again, I recently met and has written a book called Moth to Flame. She's got a new book out called What Would the Neighbors Think? Uh, she is someone who has uh, just an incredible ability to push through some uh, challenges that some of us might stop us in our tracks. And she is currently working with people to overcome uh, trauma, PTSD, limiting beliefs, what have you. And she is someone who is on fire. You're going to be hearing a lot about Lana, the things that she's manifesting in her life. And and I love it that we've had it on, her on the show today. been very lucky to have you on the show because this idea of manifestation is is important. So Thank you. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Steph. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Lana. And like I said, we'll be seeing you on the, uh, on the river routing trips real soon. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming and listening to our show today, everyone. It's been an honor to have you uh, come every week and listen to Off My Duff, the Entrepreneur Podcast. And as you go forward in life and you make the impact in the world that you deserve and that you want, make sure to teach what you love and to live from your truth. Hey everyone, I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, the Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth, So that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the eight-step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.